Are you looking for practical ministry help to inform and inspire your leadership? Do you have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of other leaders in pursuit of stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast, presented by CDF Capital, helping churches grow. Visit them at cdf.capital forward slash unseminary. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. Rich here, and I am super excited for today's conversation. This is really part two of a conversation back in April. Uh, we had our friends Todd Rhodes and Matt Steen on from Chemistry Staffing, and they were just kicking off the church staff assessment where they were really out talking to church leaders and looking to uh, you know, gather insights. And today we're going to get a chance to dive deep into those insights. Uh, so welcome back to the show, guys. So glad you're here. Thanks for having us. Good to be here. So good. Todd, why don't you tell us, uh, refresh people what you were, what we were talking about, what you're trying to sample from people and then kind of talk about the, at, you know, the size of you studied and all that kind of stuff, the kind of the meta information to start. Sure. Well, we, uh, we asked, uh, 50 different questions around seven different major uh, church staff health categories. So we asked questions on communication and job satisfaction, leadership, team dynamics, compensation benefits, uh, work environment, and future stability. Really what we wanted to do was find out, uh, particularly since, you know, the last three years since the pandemic has Mm -hmm. just, it's been crazy uh, for churches and for staff people. So we wanted to find Mm -hmm. out what, how are, how are church staff really, really doing? So we were really excited. We had uh, 1,063 um, full-time Amazing. and part-time staff people that completed their assessment um, and a wide range. I mean, we had um, all different church sizes, all different denominations, all different parts of the country, different positions, age ranges. We got a really good kind of a spectrum of responses. And again, 50 questions we asked uh a kind of 50 questions or statements and asked everybody to rate the, uh, how they were feeling on a scale of one to five, you know, one would be strongly disagree. Three would be kind of, I'm in the middle, I'm neutral. Five would be, man, I'm really strongly agree with this. So the, the responses have been, been really, really interesting. Yeah, that's amazing. Congratulations on, you know, that's a good sample size. A thousand is, is fantastic. The fact that you were able to kind of get over that, uh, that hump is, is incredible. And I, so friends, just pulling back the curtain a little bit here and seeing behind the scenes, this is a giant report, like, you know, 50, 60 pages, like there's a ton of insights here. Uh, there are 17 major findings and then dozens of like things that we could talk about and we don't have all day. We are going to try to do this in half an hour or so, uh, but really we want to send you to pick up the entire report. Let's right start off the beginning. Where do we want to send people, Matt, to pick up uh, this report? Where do we want them to download it? So it's, it's chemistrystaffing.com slash staffed hyphen health. And so we'll Love send it. send people that way. And I'm sure you'll drop it in down below. But that's that's where you can get the download right there pretty, pretty easily. Love it. Well, Todd, I'd love, you know, our mutual friend, Warren Bird, I I ask him these questions every time he does a study like this and he he hates it. I'm like, okay, what's your favorite finding? Let's start with the thing that jumped off the page. And he's like, <laughs> I can't just say one. There's so many interesting things. So that's for you, Warren. But uh, 
Todd, let, let, where do we want to start? What do we want to, you know, top of the, the conversation today? Where do we want to, to I dig into? I can't just say one. There's so many interesting things. Yes, uh, <laughs> exactly. No, really, there are. And hey, Warren, if you're listening. Um, yes. Well, let, let's start here. Uh, just kind of overall, if we look at the 30,000 foot level, um, we mm-hmm. asked, uh, you know, all those 50 questions. And then we we tallied up all the scores and kind of put everybody into, into uh, a number of different ranges, all the way from strong, excellent, you know, to critical, you know, fair needs improvement, all of those. So uh, what we found was overall, and again, this 30,000 foot level, uh, mm-hmm. a little over half, about 52% of all the church staff people that we, that we got assessments from scored either strong or excellent. Okay. That's mm. really good. Over, okay. over half, 52%. Yeah, great. Um, about 24% scored good. Um, mm-hmm. but we look at the goods as being kind of, kind of the neutrals, uh, the mm. good scores were in that three range, uh, out of the one mm-hmm. to five scale. So the good, good, you know, the goods are getting like a C, you know, a C is mm-hmm. C plus. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. those are the neutrals. Those are the ones that, as we kind of look at what to do with this report and the findings of this report, the neutrals are the ones that, that kind of are, they're kind of, they can be swayed. They can be convinced. Okay, so some mm-hmm. of them might have one foot in, one foot out. Um, mm-hmm. So about about a quarter uh, are fall into that could good category. Another quarter, um, about twenty four percent, fall into the fair uh, or the needs improvement or the critical areas. And mm. as we kind of digest this, all this data, I mean, those that are that kind of come back with those ones and a lot of ones and twos and a few threes, mm. maybe a four here and there. Uh, those mm-hmm. are the ones that are, the, honestly, those are going to be the people that are going to going to resign or be fired. Yes, uh, you know, in the next right. year, uh, if if there aren't some real proactive steps taken now. So hopefully, by identifying some of these critical areas, not just how many people fall into the critical areas, but uh, the mm-hmm. individual things that are kind of causing people to feel like this, uh, mm-hmm. we think hopefully we can we can start to dive in and make things a little bit healthier. Wow. That's, uh, you know, that's interesting to think about. And we'll come back to this. But even, you know, you start to think about those numbers for our own teams, right? Maybe we got 10 staff members, you know, five of them are in that, you know, in, in a good spot, you know, might be in a good spot. A couple of them are struggling and a couple of them might be on the bubble, right? Yep. And yep. how do, what's your sense? I know. So I'm looking forward to next year's study already. But like, what's your sense just even from conversations, how that, and again, unfair question, how that, you know, trends, pre-pandemic, even just in the conversations you're having with churches, that, that sort of thing. Matt, you want to take that one? Matt, I, you want, I think, yeah. you know, I was, I was kind of surprised and encouraged. Okay, right? good. You know, and, and I think Todd and I, we, we, we talk, you know, we spend a lot of time talking with people in transition or, or working with churches that are kind of in, in some maybe bumpy spots as they're, as they're going through a hiring process. And so this came out and I looked at it, it's like 52% of people are, are in that strong and excellent. That's, that's really encouraging for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's, I think that's probably much higher than it was maybe. Oh, two, two and a half years ago. I think so too. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we've even seen this in some of the work that we've done as we interview people, you know, there was, there was a time there when we were sending more people to counseling than we were to, to churches mm-hmm. that were looking to hire somebody. Mm-hmm. And, and I, so I think this kind of matches some of the, some of the anecdotal stuff that we see which is really encouraging. I, you know, I, I'm with Todd, you know, the, the, 
the 25% in the goods, man, there's a lot of, there's a lot that can come from us focusing on some of those areas and, and really kind of helping the, that crowd feel, you know, more engaged in their, in their, in, in their day to day. And then we've got some, we've got some issues to clean up with, with that bottom 25%, but all in all, man, I, I genuinely was encouraged by this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Well, you know, I know one of the things about, uh, it seems like everything that in any kind of human relationship communication is so important. Did you find anything that kind of talks about, uh, how are we doing interacting, kind of communicating with our teams? Are, you know, do people feel good about that? Where, where's that landing Todd? Well, and, and this is, this is one of the, one of the top findings that I, th- I think is most important because it has really overarching view on a lot of different things. Right. And, right. and what we found was that, um, even though everybody says communication, you know, communication is key and it's essential, uh, a full 40% of the people that, that filled out the assessment feel that their leadership needs to improve communication with staff. So again, mm-hmm. you can, you can look, and we try to be really balanced in this report. You know, there, there are great mm-hmm. things that are happening, but there are also some things that, that, could, could stand some improvement. So if you look at this question, and this is, you know, as you dive into some of the details and some of these individual questions, so 60% think that communication is great. Um, mm-hmm. 40, but 40%, four in 10 people on a church staff um, feel that like communication is, uh, needs to be better. So there's, mm-hmm. there's um, you, you, Communication is not easy. It's it's one of those things you have to do continually and intentionally. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of churches are are just needing to really kind of step up in the area of communication, according to what we found. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it proves that you know old anecdote. You can't really over communicate, right? You can't, you know, you you can't like talk about stuff too much. You can't like, you got to try multiple channels. We've got to, you know, give people feedback loops. It's got to be consistent. It's got to be regular. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. Interesting. One of the things I know, you know, during this season, particularly in this, which I know this is a fascinating study to me because of the kind of post pandemic, um, implications of all of this is, you know, are people holding on to their jobs because they love them or are they just holding on to their jobs because they're worried that they can't get a job somewhere else? Do, are, are they really happy with their, you know, job satisfaction? How were there, were there things that you pulled out that give us a sense of, you know, where people are at from a, you know, job satisfaction point of view? Well, uh, yeah. So let's start with the positive. <laughs> okay. Sure. Um, yep. When it comes to how do they, do they feel fulfilled in their role? Uh, we asked mm-hmm. the question, you know, do you feel like you and your in your current role are having a positive impact in your church and your community? Eighty mm-hmm. percent, mm-hmm. eight and ten people said, "Man, I feel like I'm in wow. my current role that I'm making a positive impact, having a great impact on my church and in my community." So that's that's the positive side. Okay, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. where where it gets a little bit um, dicier is about thirty six percent, a little over a third of staff mm-hmm. tell us that they're they're either unhappy or they're they're in that three category they're neutral when it when they're asked mm-hmm. about their overall are you satisfied overall with your job mm-hmm. you have overall job satisfaction so about a third of the people tell us that they're either unhappy or neutral um hmm. which is you know over a third that's a lot of people that are kind of either no i'm not satisfied or i'm kind of on the fence with it according that's to what they ask me um but at the same time overlap that that still eight and ten feel like they're like they're 
they're making a positive impact. So it's possible, I think, from this, if you extrapolate the data, that people can feel really fulfilled, uh, not fulfilled, but they feel like they're making a difference, but mm-hmm. yet they don't feel necessarily like they, they're happy in their current job situation. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's an interesting insight because I think sometimes we might over put over emphasis on the fact that like, hey, people are getting baptized, you know, whatever, whatever measures that to our church are really important. And we assume that, well, because people see those things that then translates into, oh, then I'm, they're going to be happy. They're going to like their job. And that's interesting. That's just even interesting mental kind of game to play is like, it's possible there is a segment, maybe a third of your team that is at the point where they're saying, yeah, I I see that this is making a difference. I am just not very happy. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. I know that what I what I'm doing is working. Like, but gosh, it's grinding me down. Yep. Um. Yep. You know that is an interesting insight. Fascinating. What do you think about that, Matt? You know, I've been there, right? And I think mm. I think there's a lot of people that have been in ministry for a while that they get that right. They're 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 looking mm. around. They're seeing fruit in their ministry. They're seeing you know people getting baptized, people meeting Jesus, good things happening. But at the same time, are just in this weird spot of, but man, I'm 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 empty, I'm hollow, or potentially you know there's some other toxicity that's going on here. You know, I've I've heard some people say this is a great church to attend, but this is an awful church to work at. Yes, and and yes. so I think sometimes you know that eight and ten number can can cause people to hang on a little too long. Mm, um, interesting. And so I think there's I think there's good and good and bad in this. I mean, good man, the the fulfillment piece is awesome. But, you know, mm-hmm. we, we need to, you know, we, we need to be comfortable with, with kind of dealing with that whole piece. If, if, you know, three out of 10 people are kind of wrestling with, Hey, I don't even, I don't even know that I want to show up to work on, you know, on this day. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's some, there's some questions that we need to, we, we need to work through with our staff and just help them understand, you know, Hey, how, how do we get to a place where you're, you're fulfilled and actually loving this as opposed to, you know, just kind of muddling through totally and well and yeah i've unfortunately there have been seg times in my ministry where i've made the joke everybody loves the sausage nobody likes the sausage factory right like it's that it's that idea right and 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 some of that's just true like some of that is normal like i was my uh my daughter she's just out uh first job's been a couple weeks in she's working at a great church it's a great church but you know, we've had a couple conversations where I'm like, yeah, that's why it's called work. Like it's you know, <laughs> like not all of it is necessarily fun, right? Like it is, uh, and that that is an adjustment for sure. She's doing great, but you know, it is it can be. Well, there's a lot of executive pastors listening in who I know are like they're itching to talk about compensation. Uh, you know, even if we're you know we're we think about that. You know, we've been caught in this trap. Do we pay people too much? Or are we not paying them enough? Um, you know, how do people feel about that? You know, what are the dynamics? Todd, what did you, I know you asked some questions around that. Uh, what, what did you pull kind of out from this conversation yeah, on well, that front? It's really interesting. And what I'm going to give you uh, are a couple of our findings overall. Okay. So this includes all okay. church staff people. What mm-hmm. we found though, is that mm-hmm. the numbers change fairly significantly when you take the senior pastors oh. and the executive pastors out of the mix. Okay. Uh, the numbers, okay. the numbers kind of, uh, kind of go up and, and it, that makes sense, right? Because the senior pastors and the executive mm-hmm. pastors are usually the ones that are kind of setting those, those mm-hmm. compensation mm-hmm. and benefits. So just a couple of mm-hmm. findings that we found. Um, 
uh, 58% of church staff are satisfied with their current salary and benefits package. So, you know, on the positive side, 58%, that's more yeah. than half. That's good. That's but good. that also means mm-hmm. that what, if my math is correct, like 42% are not satisfied uh, with their current yeah. uh, salary and benefits package. And, you know, we're a staffing company. We talk to staff people all the time. Uh, and that's one of the mm-hmm. things that we hear is that, you know, I, I, I don't feel like I've compensated well. Um, mm-hmm. so, so that's, that's one finding that I think is really significant. Mm-hmm. The other one I, I think is, is interesting as well. And again, this is a number with everybody included, but the number actually goes up. I think it was 64% mm-hmm. or something, but, uh, 59% of church staff say that the annual evaluation process, uh, along <laughs> with the strategy for, uh, compensation analysis is broken. It needs some improvement. So you take the executive mm. pastors and senior pastors, I think that goes up to like 64%. So that's a huge wow. number. And again, it's, I get it. It's, it's tough mm-hmm. to schedule out and the, they're uncomfortable to do the annual performance reviews. But what you, what you get when you don't do it is employees that feel underappreciated, undervalued, and always wonder how they're doing. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, just again, we talk about all, all throughout this report is maybe some low hanging fruit. It might not be enjoyable or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's not something you want to do, but it's something it's just, in, mm-hmm. it's what the people are telling us is that this is extremely valuable to us. And when you have, you take the 59 number for 59%, you take the 64%, either one is a huge mm-hmm. number that says yeah. we're not getting, you know, kind of what we need. Yeah. We need to do something here, Matt, anything you could <laughs> add to that one? I think, I think some of that is plays back to some of the communication struggles that we were talking about earlier. Right. And, and people mm, want okay. to know, want to be clear about how they're doing, you know, are they doing a good job? Are they not, you know, some of the, I think some of the brokenness of, of, of the, evaluation process and all that kind of stuff, you know, probably feeds into some of these, some of these other numbers of people just kind of being on the bubble. Yep. I think that's mm-hmm. probably the thing that, you know, most of the, the, the neutrals, the people that are kind of on the fence, you know, some, some of that can be solved pretty easily, you know, with, mm-hmm. with a regular conversation around, you know, evaluation and, and helping kind of demystify how, how, how compensation strategies done, done in your church. And, you know, Again, it's it's awkward because we never like to have, you know, poignant conversations with people about how they're doing work wise and that kind of stuff. But at the same time, you know, clarity is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. the beauty that comes from clarity. And if, if you want to take yeah. it a little bit deeper, so many of these findings are kind of interrelated, as Matt said. You've got yes. kind of compensation, but you've got some team dynamic things working in here and, and some communication mm-hmm. things. But I mean, another one of the findings that we found is that over a third of ch- staff members tell us that they don't, they don't feel like they've got clarity in their own role, you know? So that could be, that could be as much as I don't have a job description. Uh, That could be, I had a job description, but everything's gone haywire since COVID and I'm doing something totally different than my job description. Um, But Mm. the whole clarity, lack of clarity by over a third of Mm -hmm. staff members that say, I, I just would like to know what my role is. Is that too much to ask? You know, um, what's my, I'd like to know what my job is. Yeah, just I'll, I'll keep showing up, but what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
Well, and this pushes towards, I know, um, you know, tools like leader that are trying to provide structured, okay, how we're going to help you with your, you know, conversations or 15.5, kind of a weekly check-in, you know, those kinds of tools, man, um, and I've seen churches use those effectively. Those are two that I know churches use effectively to try to keep this conversation going. So, because there is the weight of the annual evaluation process can feel super daunting. It's like the, the first time you do it, it's like, man, we're going to have to take like a month off work and not have like do anything else to get all this done. How are we going to do that? And so, man, if we could shift that out of this kind of big annual thing and more into an ongoing, let's be constantly giving people feedback. uh, That would be, that would be amazing. That I do find, I do find that shocking to be honest, that 60, almost 60% of church staff say that that process is, is seems to be broken or needs improvement. That's, that's incredible. Uh, you baited me here, Todd. You said that, uh, you said 58% of church staff are satisfied with their current salary and benefits. And you just let a little thing out there about executive pastors and, uh, you know, senior pastors. Do you have a sense? You might not have the number right in front of you. What did that cohort think about their compensation? Uh, I don't have those numbers in front of me, but they're, they're again, because they're the ones kind of leading the seat at the table. They seem to be a little bit yes. more um, happy satisfied with, with their uh, yeah, you know, the overall number goes down once we remove, once we remove them in, in some of okay, and, and, and we see, we see a good bit of that through it, you know, where there's, where there's a general sense of, you know, the, the, the guy that sets the budget is typically fairly happy with, yeah, exactly. with, right. with, with what he's taking home. Right. Right. Yeah, maybe talk about that, Matt, from an, just an overall trend there. That there, because that's even an interesting meta f- finding. That if what I hear you saying is there seems to be some evidence that, like, as senior leaders, we're more positive about our church than than the people that work for us. Is that what you're saying, Matt? We're seeing we're seeing some of that. You know, we're we're mm-hmm. seeing where where we'll see. You know, a number is you know sixty percent satisfied when we have you know the senior and the XP included in it drops to 40 when we pull them out. And so we're seeing a good bit of, of that. Now it's not like, I think that's, I think that's normal. I think that's, that's, that's natural. And in, in, in a lot of organizations where, where there is that drop, but part of, part of how we're looking to use this and I'm, I'm spoiler alert, don't want to get ahead of us, but part of how we're looking to use this tool ultimately is to, to help us understand what do our senior leaders, what, what does our board think about mm. where our entire staff culture is? And, and oh, by the way, where is there a discrepancy between what, what our staff really feels and really thinks? Because, I mean, we, we know, you know, anybody that's been in senior leadership, it's, it can be really tough, you know, to, to, to always be up to speed on what, what everybody in your team's thinking, especially if you got a huge team. And so part mm-hmm. of part of what we are seeing is is I don't necessarily know that it's you know it's it's a nefarious thing. I think it's just one of those deals where, yeah, you know, it's not uncommon for an executive pastor to think that the annual evaluation process works great because they're they're running it, right? <laughs> yes. But but it's maybe a great process. <laughs> it's a great process. I designed it, you know, and, and yes, there's algorithms yes. and stuff, right? And then that we, we forget that there's there's a group of people that need more communication that we haven't necessarily explained. How does this work? Why does it work that way? And so mm-hmm. some of what this, I think some of what we've highlighted over and over again in this is that there might be a little bit of a drop off in awareness um, between our senior leaders and and our staffers that that tools like this, I think, can come and help help drive some of the conversation, whether it's awkward or not. But help mm-hmm. us kind of be able to to really kind of hone in and say, hey, where where are we 
not seeing mm-hmm. eye to eye on some of this stuff. And so I, I don't think that's, I think that's pretty common organizationally in leadership, but mm-hmm. I think it highlights, you know, just, just how, just how steep that, that disconnect yeah. may you know, Todd, we have heard uh, over the last couple of years, there have been new words that have come into our, our lexicon in leadership that we have not heard before. Quiet quitting is one of them. You know, this idea that people are kind of fading, you know, this, I, I heard one recently, bare minimum Mondays. Have you heard of this? Or, yep, you know, people yep. that are saying, you know what, I just phone it in on Monday. Um, d- did you guys test, I know you tested, uh, you know, some stuff around, you know, all that speaks to stability and like, are people staying? Are they thinking, you know, I, 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 should I be worried? Like, is everybody applying to every, the big church across town? Cause they've got more money. Um, you know, what, what are, what did you find in that? Well, let's, let's talk about optimism here first. Um, and, okay. and, you know, I wish, I wish we would have been able to do this assessment the last two years. And what we want to do, mm-hmm. our plan is to continue to do this every year so that we have some, some base numbers mm-hmm. and some, some comparables so we can see how these numbers move. My guess yep. is that uh, a year ago and two years ago, the amount of optimism in the church would have been much lower than it is now. Um, right. It seems to, it seems just from our work with tons of churches and, you know, myriad of candidates that, that it's getting better and that that's good. But what our study showed right now, as far as optimism, only about six in 10 um, church staff members say that they're optimistic about their future mm. in the church. So it's, you know, it's over half, but there's still 40 that are like, mm, am I optimistic? Mm. Um uh, and then we asked to kind of take the, take that a little farther out is we asked, mm-hmm. uh, how many of you think that you're going to be, uh, it, it would, I think the way we asked it is, would you be happy if you were in your current role or you're at your current church in three years? Do you expect to be there for three years? Mm-hmm. About 42% mm-hmm. said they're unsure. So about six and 10 said, yeah, mm-hmm. I hope to be here in six years or in three years. Mm-hmm. Um, about, mm-hmm. about four and 10 are like, mm, I'm not sure. Uh, and mm-hmm. again, Rich, just to kind of tell you how, how we look at these is we kind of put candidates in in kind of the, the healthy and kind of the neutral mm-hmm. and kind of the, the unhealthy needs some work. We call them the reds mm-hmm. and the, the, the yellows and the greens, right? So the, the greens mm-hmm. are that 60% that, man, they're all bought in. They want to be there for three years. Mm-hmm. The neutrals, mm-hmm. I don't have the breakdown on that, but the neutrals are those that are kind of like, they can be persuaded. They're, they're just, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. not all in yet. And those those are the mm-hmm. ones that are that are the most reachable, uh, with some mm-hmm. of the things that that you can do to make these things better. And then you've got the reds, mm-hmm. you've got the criticals that are, you know, some of them honestly maybe are too far gone. Maybe they're already doing the the, the nothing right. Mondays thing and the and yes. and you know just the quiet quitting. Um, but uh, but still, you, you there's there's a pretty sizable for for a lot of the findings that we had and a lot of questions there's a pretty sizable number of reds that man mm-hmm. if we can if we can kind of uh, up our game and and really kind of figure mm-hmm. out where the issues lie and and attack some of these and and honestly do some dis- this is a dirty word do some discipleship with our staff um it's not a dirty word <laughs> that's funny here's here's the other here's the other caveat I'll just throw in here this is a freebie um, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Matt, Matt and I run a, a staffing company. All right. So mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. we pay our mortgages by helping churches find staff people. Yes. That said, what our hope for this, for, for the findings of this assessment 
is that mm-hmm. we want a healthy church and we want right. healthy staff. Right. Healthy staff create a healthy church. Um, yep. If if this can help churches to find the issues and to 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 deal with the issues and make things better for their staff, whether they're the greens, make the greens more green, right? Make make the mm-hmm. neutrals into greens and and make the red. Maybe you can get the reds to be neutrals. I don't know. But mm-hmm. if, if mm-hmm. we can cause church staffs to be healthier and churches to be healthier, so that they don't need us <laughs> in the yes. future to run a staff search, <laughs> that'd man, be amazing. We're we're excited about that. It's, it seems kind of awkward to say that as a guy that yes, it's <laughs> a church staff firm. But we, healthy churches, healthy churches minimize the 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 transition of staff members. It's just, it's just that simple. And if, if this assessment tool can help churches kind of figure out how to do that better, then that's one of the goals we had for it. Yeah. That's an interesting kind of just mental, (laughs) yeah, kind of an interesting mental frame to put, put it in because I think even in the healthiest of church, there could still be a moment where it's like, Hey, we need to hire somebody externally because we're trying to, there's an area that we're trying to accelerate. We're trying to, you know, we're trying to, and it's like, that's a good reason to hire, man. That's amazing. As opposed to the, like, man, we're burning through people. Our people are constantly, you know, leaving to go to other churches, man. We don't like that. And I can imagine from your perspective, it's like, those are not great churches to, to, you know, to work with. And those are hard. Those are hard places to work with. I shouldn't say not great. Those are difficult, um, can be tricky situations to work with. Yeah. We, interesting. And I think that's, that's some, some of the, some of the, the hardest, but some of the best work that we get to do um, is mm. come into those churches that have, you know, churned through several mm. people and really kind of help sit them down and say, okay, why is this happening? You know? Yeah. We, yeah. We, absolutely. We, let's, let's see if we can stop that. This this tool I think is going to help help with that. But man, if we can if we can stop that churn, even if it means that I got to go sell umbrellas down on the beach, I'm I'm all for that because I just I don't want to see the church get healthy. You do that on the weekends yeah. anyway, Matt. Well, I do. <laughs> Love it. Were there any? <clears throat> did you look at any questions specifically around that kind of churn question? And is there a way to kind of benchmark? Are people talking to other people? Are there you know what what did you find on that front, Todd? Um, yeah, I'll let Matt talk for a second. I'll go find the actual percentage, but we found that, uh, at least most people are, uh, well, let's, let's start here over, over half. Uh, we Mm -hmm. asked, have you, have you seriously considered, um, leaving your current church role in the past year Mm -hmm. and over half Mm -hmm. 53% have said, yes, I've seriously considered it. And over half, I'll, I'll go and look at the at the percentage. I didn't put it in my notes here, but I'll go look for it. Um, most most church staff over by by most, I mean over fifty percent would at least consider another offer mm. from another church. Um, so they would they would take the phone call if that would, church they, called. They would at least listen. They wouldn't turn down the like, why are you talking to me? You know, they they would listen when the guy calls and says, Hey, we're wondering, do you know anybody who might be interested in this kind of role? They they would see through that ruse and listen to the conversation. That's interesting. What do yep. you think about that, Matt? Yeah, I I that was that was surprising to me that it was that it was honestly that it was that high. Um, but I, but it also it also makes sense with some of the other things that we that we're unearthing here. You know, I think we all go through a pay through phases where I call it shields down, you know, where, mm. where I will listen to that, to that conversation, you know, and, and I mm-hmm. think some of what we're seeing as we've unearthed some of that stuff kind of points to why maybe, 
You know, maybe there's mm-hmm. some unclarity about what I'm doing. Maybe there's some uncertainty about whether I'm going to be here in three years or not, or if the church is going to be here in three years or, or not. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of that kind of puts us into that shields down type of a type mm-hmm. of a mindset, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, that's one of those deals for, for us when, you know, talking to some churches, it's like, Hey, let's, let's figure out what's going to help people put their shields up and be so, so engaged here that mm-hmm. they're showing up on the day to day. They're all in, they're not doing, you know, bare, bare minimum Monday or, or, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Cause most pastors are off on Mondays, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what the acronym <laughs> is for Tuesday, but you know, <laughs> yeah. I think there's some, there's some simple fixes here. So Ty, what'd you, what'd you, what'd you find? Uh, it was about, uh, let's see, 50, 56%. So yeah, 56% are open to other opportunities. And that, what we say is that signals a chance for leadership to, to build some partnerships, uh, just to, to understand kind of, kind of why there's that openness. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and that one thing I will say too, is, you know, we've, we've mm-hmm. said that there's greens and yellows and reds and Matt and I talked to a lot mm-hmm. of, we talked to a lot of reds that are just mm. really, you know, they have a lot of baggage and are just really so, wanting to do mm-hmm. some things. We talked to a lot of neutrals that are really kind of discerning. Do, should I stay? Should I go? But we also talked to mm-hmm. some greens and, and transition happens in the greens too. It's possible to be yeah, totally yeah, bought in and abs- we talked to these, not as often as we talked to the, to the yellows and the reds, but we talked yeah, to greens true. all the time that, man, I love my church. I love my job, but there's just something God's just kind of stirring in my heart. And it just tells me that mm-hmm. there's something else. So transition can happen all across the board, but what we want to try and highlight is how do we, how do we make the, uh, the yellows and the reds, um, you know, mm-hmm. get a little greener. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You know, I had the privilege of serving uh, a couple founding uh, lead pastors in the executive seat. And one of the interesting dynamics that I tried to work them through is, or we'll put it this way. There was a consistent surprise when people would transition from the lead pastor, particularly the founding pastor, because they were like, why would anyone want to leave this thing? This is like the best thing ever. Like, this is like, this is like, and that's because it's their thing. Like they're, you know, they're the startup founder and they can't understand why anyone would ever want to go. But, but, you know, multiple times, you know, had to work that conversation through with those lead pastors. And yeah, there are people who they're going to transition and that's going to be okay. And the flip side of that is no one is as committed as a, as a founding pastor. That's just true. Like they're the, they started in their living room and they're, they're fully bought in. Well, you know, Todd, this whole time I've been listening and I've been thinking, okay, so this is interesting at the national level. Uh, man, I wish there was a way that I could know what's going on on my team. I, I, I wish there was, there was some way that we could figure out you know, to ask some of these similar questions. Do you have a solution for that, sir? Yes. Yes, sir. I do. Uh, as, as one of the things that, um, like you said, I think the, the first step is for everybody that's listening, go grab the free PDF. Like, like we said, we're, we're, mm-hmm. uh, getting ready to release it, but it's, it's sizable. It will, it will, you can use it as a paperweight when you're done with it. But if, if you're interested <laughs> in staff health and staff leadership, um, and, and you're kind of geeky about this, you're going to, this is going to be interesting reading for you all the way through, I, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next step and kind of the elephant in the room is once you read this and you you kind of see all these national stats, if you're, if you're kind of the key leader in a church, mm-hmm. just like you said, you're asking, well, these are, these are interesting national figures, but I wonder what it's like in my church. So what yeah. we're, what we're yeah. doing is we're offering kind of a, kind of an upgraded report. 
uh, a customized, mm-hmm. we're calling it the local church health staff report uh, assessment. Mm-hmm. So uh, what we're doing just really briefly is it, it I think it's going to be really cool for churches as, as first of all, mm-hmm. um, we're going to have the senior leader, whether it's a senior pastor, whoever, uh, whoever the senior leader is, we're going to have them take kind of a modified assessment. It's going to be the same questions, but uh, I was telling Matt, it's almost like the newlywed game. Remember the newlywed game, Bob Eubank? Oh, yeah. All that, where <laughs> yes. the, you know, they would ask, they would ask the husbands, you know, how would your wife answer this question? Well, we're going to ask the yes, pastors, yes. what's your perception? How do you think your staff is going to mm. answer this question mm. about, about uh, salary and benefits or about teamwork, mm-hmm. team dynamics? How do you think they're going to answer it? So, so we're going to have a layer of kind of the senior leaderships, um, how, how they how they think it's going, and then mm-hmm. what we're going to do is we're going to uh, um, have uh, the church give us their their access to their staff. So each staff member will be mm-hmm. able to take the assessment. Uh, it's mm-hmm. going to be confidential, you know, for the individual, but we'll aggregate the data mm-hmm. and we'll we'll tell mm-hmm. them kind of okay for each of these fifty areas. Um, here's here's where your staff actually feel like they are, and we can compare that to where right. the senior pastor thinks they are. Uh, and, Love it. and, and we can compare that also to the national average. Um, and then mm-hmm. optional is we're going to allow churches if they want to, they can also have their board members, um, take, mm. and it, it's almost like the senior pastor. How do we feel our staff is doing here? That's great. So in, in that, so, so there's going to be some real interesting findings, I think here, not only from mm-hmm. the staff level of this is what the reality is, but also where, where's leadership blindsided? Where, where are there gaps mm-hmm. where we think, man, it's going great. Everybody's happy with their pay. And we find out that nobody's happy with their pay. Uh, but we didn't yes, know that yes. until we had this. So again, you know, you, you can look at the, the national average, kind of the senior pastor perception, the reality at the local church, and then you can layer on top of that kind of board perceptions as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that will be, uh, something that, uh, you know, if you're, if you, if you like the, the national report, I think the next question is, okay, mm-hmm. so how are we doing? Yeah. What's, what's this look like? What does that look like? Yeah. Love it. So, and friends, listen, can we just have an honest moment for a second? If when you heard Todd say about the newlywed game thing there and you were like, oh, if you winced a little bit. Uh, you're like, I'm not sure I want to know. You should <laughs> lean in and want to know. Like, I, I know, there's no bad information. There's just information we don't like. Like, you, how are you going to be able to address these issues unless you get some sort of data on it, right? Like, unless you have some sense of where it actually is, man, then, and you're smart leaders, you'll be able to address, you'll, you'll see very clearly, okay, here are the areas where things that we think are maybe different than what our people actually think. And so, um, I just love that. I think that's great. So again, we want to send people to chemistrystaffing.com forward slash staff dash health. Uh, we'll put a link to that in the show notes, but uh, we really do want to send people there. That's that's fantastic. Matt, what are you hoping? What's kind of the heart behind this? What are you, you know, what's the the drive? What's the change you're hoping to see happen in uh, in churches that participate in this? I'm, I'm hoping to put us out of a job. I mean, <laughs> love it. Love I, it. I, mean, I mean, really, really, we never got into this because... Because we, we we thought we wanted to be headhunters, we we just we got into this because we love the local church and we want to see churches get healthy. Yep. And and if we yep. can if we can foster better communication between senior staff and and, and, and the rest of the mm-hmm. team, if we can mm-hmm. stabilize and, and make churches you know stop churning through people so quickly, man, how mm-hmm. cool is that? How how, how awesome is that for the kingdom? And so that that's really if we can do one thing, that that's that's really what I hope to see happen. Love it. 
Well, this has been fantastic. Todd, we're going to give you the last word here. I need you to, uh, we're going to bring it all right back around, channel your inner Warren Bird. Uh, what are you, what are you saying to leaders that are listening in today uh, about the report? How, you know, what, what do you want to encourage them with? If, if you are, so I think no matter if you're a senior leader or if you're the church custodian or whatever your role is at the church, I think you're going to find mm-hmm. some really interesting findings in this mm-hmm. uh, report. Uh, I would just encourage everybody, just go download it. Like I said, it's free yep. um, and, mm-hmm. and and read through it. And we're open to feedback too. We want to hear feedback and, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we value feedback. So um, mm-hmm. looking forward to, um, to seeing exactly how we can, how we can kind of help churches and learn, um, learn from, uh, you know, we learned at the national level, but I think as we start to work with local churches and work through this, that we're going to find all different kinds of things that, that, you know, we don't know what we don't know, but we're about to find out. Yeah, totally. Well, thanks so much, guys. Again, that's chemistrystaffing.com forward slash staff dash health. Uh, go there and, you know, check it out again. We'll have the link in the show notes, but uh, thanks so much. Appreciate all the work you guys do for the church. Thanks for being here today. Thanks, Rich. Thanks for tuning in to the Unseminary Podcast. Drop by unseminary.com for more helpful resources for you and your team. There you will find articles, online courses, and so much more. Unseminary, stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Presented by CDF Capital. Visit them at cdf.capital forward slash unseminary.